We are the lab doctors. I'm Amanda. I'm Dorothy. And I'm Zhao Yong. We are biomedical researchers who realised we still have a lot to learn about science. So why not join us on this quest? Hey everyone, welcome back to the Lab Doctors podcast. So this week we're going to be talking about... Do deadlines increase stress? Oh my god. Mm. Yes. Mm. For me at least. Mm. Yeah, I think deadlines are important. Oh yeah, for sure. If not, I would never get any work. Yeah, correct, done. correct. It's same stressful, same. but yeah, mm. I guess. It feels like a productive type of correct. stress. Same, same, same. So I also feel like I'm a person that it's more productive when I do have deadlines. If not, I feel like I don't actually get work done. Yeah, I feel all. like I need to be spent food, spent food, spoon fed that way. <laughs> Like, <laughs> Spoon fed that way. Yeah, but with deadlines, I'm also a lot more stressed and a lot more irritable. Like, I feel like it, it <sighs> takes less to like push me off a cliff. But it's because you're stressed. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so I was interested to find out if like deadlines actually work. Like, mm. does it actually, not in a sense, increase motivation? I guess that's not what I'm thinking about here. Productivity? Like, um, does deadlines increased stress and then I'm extrapolating into that stress is causing me to be motivated. <laughs> so the study didn't look at motivation at you all. You just looked at stress? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, last time when undergrad is like when you're chunging things mm. towards the deadline then mm. you're like, oh, I should have started earlier. Yeah. But when you actually finish it way before the deadline, mm. you'll feel happy but you'll feel a bit uneasy also. Yes, yes, like, yes. Mm, did I do my best? Yeah. <laughs> should I just keep trying? Should I keep reading? Yeah. I feel like the system doesn't really work also because because there was this once I finished my essay like two weeks in advance and I just wanted to submit it to get it over and done with. But it's a hard copy submission. So when I went to the place, they're like, they haven't even put out the yeah, thing yet. Exactly. <laughs> and then when I asked like, oh, where do I submit it? Then they were like, you submitted two weeks later on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, huh? So I can't submit this early. Then yeah, they, you can't. Yeah, then, yeah. I think like tips for like uni students, just shoot your professor or whatever an email because like they won't be annoyed by it generally. Oh, really? I mean, I wouldn't be. Okay. Like, we're just checking. <laughs> At least I know, you know, in, instead of messaging me after the fact mm. when you like didn't get a grade or something, then I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, I, I, could have, I could have known about this and been aware about it earlier. Yeah, you could have done something, I yeah. guess. Mm. Or you can just submit. On the date. <laughs> on just the procrastinate. Nearer the deadline. <laughs> anyway, so it led me to this paper by researchers from the University of Houston, Texas, A&M and the Polytechnic of Milano that aim to answer the question, does knowledge work near deadlines incur higher stress levels than knowledge work away from deadlines? And so what they mean by knowledge work here is specific to research-based work that is desk-bound. So like reading papers, writing grants. Oh, that's so specific. Yeah, so it's specific to researchers. So it's like us. Yes. And I feel that my answer is yes. It will help. Wait, it, will, I, it will increase stress. It will always yes. increase stress. I want to uh, know what is the measures of stress, which I feel like you're going to tell us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the researchers for this study were saying like, oh, this study is very good because it's like naturalistic, which is- True to what happens day to day. Yeah. Um, so basically they monitored 10 consenting subjects over two days leading up to a critical deadline or two days or two other days without an impending deadline. So naturalistic means that we can presume the results are not like muddled by the investigative method itself. But miniature cameras 
were like placed at the researcher's office, like everywhere <laughs> to record subject facial expression, but also like, you know, their movements and everything. And like, how naturalistic is that? I don't have cameras all around. I guess if you put it like a few days in advance. Oh, but or like in like, and oh, obscure, like, do they know that they're being filmed? Oh, oh they have to know, right? It's very- Oh, because it's consenting. Yeah. <laughs> but also it's very obvious. It's like my the laptop was right in front of them and then like right above the laptop because they're not using the webcam to record them. It's a separate camera. Yeah. So like right on top of the laptop is the camera. And I was just like, that's like, if I look up, I'll see the camera. <laughs> I guess you can't really overcome that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Even I mean, if you can't see the camera, you know you're being recorded, you know? Yeah, so I feel like, or maybe it's a, they don't know when they're being yeah, recorded. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that yeah. anyway. But in either case, they measured participants' stress levels through the quantification of imaged perinasal perspiration. So like, Perinasal means um, the sweating that occurs around, sorry, perinasal perspiration refers to sweating that occurs around the nose and the mouth. So only? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> they want it to be naturalistic, right? I said it's the spit bag thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I feel like if I'm in an aircon room, that will be like the part where I'm not sweating. But I think it's like sweat that you can't typically observe. In either case, like perinasal perspiration has been shown to be a reliable indicator of sympathetic activation. Okay. So that's the part of the nervous system that is activated in response to stress. And it is particularly useful in naturalistic settings because you don't want it to be too intrusive or too invasive. So if you uh. want like, you know, a more naturalistic type of setup, then perinasal perspiration is one of the better measures. However, it's worth noting that perinasal perspiration can also be influenced by other factors such as humidity, temperature, yeah. and physical exertion. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So it's important to take note of these factors when they are drawing their conclusions, which I don't know if they did. They didn't mention it. But it's then if of... it's just two days before the deadline, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have time to exercise <laughs> 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 if I'm rushing the thing. Right? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, but then I guess then compared to the two other days of like ah, no yeah. That, so you, at mm. the end of the day, your your own baseline and the environment is its own baseline. So hopefully it's consistent. Yeah. yeah. So you want to get us the results or should I just go into the results? Yes, the results. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing. That deadlines increase stress. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which in means increases perinasal perspiration. Okay. Yes. So the study found that subjects experience high stress levels while working, which the researchers, like the researchers of this study, argue that it speaks to the challenging nature of the research profession. Thanks. So what was surprising <laughs> to me was that stress levels remain the same with or without deadline. What? Yeah. So I mean, kind I of don't mind. trust this. <laughs> Kind of mind-blowing to me, but what they are arguing is that um, the nature of the work is already so challenging. So regardless of the deadline, your, your stress level is actually the same. Mm. And so, I don't know, for me, I'm just like, hmm, is that why I'm like constantly feeling overwhelmed even though, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I feel like I'm not doing that much work. Okay, I, I mean, by that argument, I feel stressed all the time. <laughs> yeah. Not exactly the best way to live. Hmm. I don't trust it because it doesn't reflect what I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. So the authors argue that we perceive deadlines as increasing stress because it is influenced by our negativity bias. So this is where people remember negative events more vividly, like negative aspects of an event more vividly than positive aspects. I guess we 
assume deadlines to be negative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, it's only when we think back about deadlines, then we actually remember that it was such a stressful time. But when there's no deadlines, right, then you kind of don't have any point in time to place the stress. Mm. So it's just everywhere all the time. Oh. So that's why they say that um, it is possible that um, extra stress resulting from deadlines may not be as significant as our like retrospective perception of it. Basically, physiologically, we are not showing that we are more stressed. So it may really just be like mentally or psychologically, we attribute certain aspects of stress to the event. Mm. Yeah, but the, the fact is we're stressed all the time. Can get behind that. <laughs> so what was even more interesting was that the only other factors found to exacerbate stress levels or like worsen stress levels was extensive smartphone use. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what they mean by like extensive smartphone use is they also take note of the amount of times researchers as they are doing work, then they Pick check their phone. phone. Yeah. So this smartphone use can either be to take a break or like distract themselves or like because they got messages to tell them about more work. Oh. oh. <laughs> yes, that gets me stressed too. Yep. And then the other factor was also even more prolific reading or writing. What does that mean? Yeah. So it means like if you are doing more work than you normally do, that increases stress levels. Which duh. Which duh lah, but like, yeah. I'm just like, so maybe we are really not hitting the cap of stress levels and there's room to grow, which means like deadlines, if it had an effect on stress, it should push stress levels even higher because stress can still go up. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Lastly, the researchers also found that subjects appear to auto-regulate increases in their like stress by instinctively adjusting the frequency of breaks. So it was observed that on average, researchers take one physical break every two hours. <laughs> Meaning what? Which is like, like stand up? Yeah, either stand up or like they need to like Whoa. not do their work. Oh. They need to leave their work desk. So um, from this baseline, data analysis showed that for every 50% increase in stress, the break frequency nearly doubles. Oh, this seems like a lot. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know, that's so true to my experience because every time I like work every two hours then I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. Yeah. I feel like it's the cognitive overload mm-hmm. though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. I need to look away from this thing for a while. Mm. Yeah. Especially when I'm like super productive, mm. then I'll be like, okay, I really deserve this break. Mm. Even when I'm not super productive, I'm like, I just- <laughs> I'll just call that procrastination. I don't deserve this break, but I want this break. But maybe it's like you actually need the break. You don't know. Like your body is like, you need the break. I'm done. I'm I'm, done with research. Yeah. Your brain is like, no, stop, stop, (laughs) stop. It could be a protective mechanism, Mm. you know, to like not overwork your brain. Yeah. Cool. I feel like needs to be done in other settings in more people. But I I feel like, yeah, it's labor intensive. I guess if they're having cameras set up everywhere and someone has to analyze this. Yeah, this is like, don't know how many hours of footage. Yeah. But then mm. again, I, I feel like I'll just speed it up. I'll just put that at like five times speed and then like... No, because they're finding like no. perspiration, right? I feel like oh there could gosh. be... Right. No, you can like probably... But can the camera just detect that? Yeah, contrast. Mm. I, don't I don't know. I don't know. In a related but not so related thing, yesterday I saw this uh, meme-ish video. I don't know what you call those kind of things. They said there was such thing as procrastinating. Oh, I saw, I saw Procrasty that. Procrasty working. 
Yeah, procrastinate working. It's basically like you do a job that is not as pressing because you don't want to do like your actual job yeah. that is like stressful or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I do that shit all the time. Yeah. Until I have no choice but to do that. Yes, you're productive. It's just not for the pressing matters. Or <laughs> you're just not doing what needs to be done. Yeah, but you're still doing something. Yeah, my favorite procrastinate work is like exercise. <laughs> No, I mean like within your yeah, job scope. Actual work, right? Yeah, I can't exercise. <laughs> yeah. And as usual, subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Spotify. A like and a comment will really help us out. You can also follow us on our social media, Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook and feel free to DM us any questions. Alternatively, you can email us at alabdoctors at gmail.com. We'll post the links in the episode description so you can check that out if you're interested. Thank you. Bye.